Welcome to Briefcase Radio Workshop. My name is Omar Muhammad, helping you improve your progressive business and in life. And we are back on Briefcase Radio Workshop. As you know, we moved our platform from my personal page to my business page, the Improve Progress page. Uh, hopefully you are there. Um, so we're going to go ahead and kick it in. I, I see people commenting uh, while coming in. Uh, so let's get the, the, the show started. So for those who are not familiar, Briefcase Radio Workshop is a resource to help individuals launch, sustain, and grow their enterprise. Uh, I'm Omar Muhammad, your guy, your co-host uh, for today's radio workshop. And you probably say, why is he saying radio workshop? I say radio. Hey, I did radio for 20 years. I like the name, and that's what it's going to be called, Briefcase Radio Workshop, as you see the logo back there. All right, we're here every Wednesday from 5 to 5.30. Uh, you can find past episodes, like the one we did last week, which we talked about your personal development toolkit. Uh, you can find that at improveandprogress.com. Uh, on Facebook, Improve Progress, and Instagram and Twitter, the same thing, Improve Progress. All right, so you know how we do. Uh, we want to know who's selling something and who's buying something. So put that in a link so that we can continue to create some commerce. So if you're buying something or selling something, you know, we want to hear from you. And I normally talk about the Baltimore Metropolitan Women's Business Center at this point, but I'm going to hold on because I got a special treat for you. Uh, with that said, as you can see, I'm not alone. I have my co-host, Anne Frank. Hey, welcome to Briefcase Radio Workshop. Why, thank you. It's an honor to be here and um, can appreciate the platform. Thank you. All right, good deal. I'm going to turn you up because you're coming in kind of low. So we so people can hear you. All right. So for those who are not familiar with and Frank is, tell us your background in entrepreneurship. Wow, my background in entrepreneurship. Well, it goes it goes back to when I was a little girl. Honestly, um, I come from a family of entrepreneurs. So correction, it goes back to before I was even born. My uh, grandfather uh, was an entrepreneur in Pennsylvania. Mm -hmm. Uh, and so that, of course, then um, after my father and his um, long military career, when he got out, he became a veteran entrepreneur, um, paid my way through college, of course. Um, and, um, you know, and then I kind of got the bug. And um, in terms of helping entrepreneurs, I um, helped to start and set up a incubator program, one of the first uh, back in the 90s in the Southern Maryland region where I was uh, able to help a good number of, um, you know, young entrepreneurs as well as minority entrepreneurs in their endeavors. So um, I love the world of entrepreneurship. It, you know, allows us freedom and so much more. Absolutely. All right. So, so with that said, now, so what do you see as the state of entrepreneurship just in general? What do you see? especially around this time that we're in under this, I call it the economic and health challenge. Other people call it something else. So what do you see? Well, you know, I see that there is, there is and has always been need of strong entrepreneurship. Mm. Certainly now, 
Um, we are finding that a number of individuals because of uh, our current environment around employment are seeking, you know, other alternatives. They are, you know, wanting to be very creative uh, in supporting themselves as and their families the best that they can. So entrepreneurship is on the rise. Um, now we need to focus and concentrate on strong entrepreneurship. Strong in terms of whatever you're creating, um, make sure that there is a lot of planning and strategy, right? Not, not don't, you know, that whole analysis paralysis, don't let that get you. Please. Do some planning and get out there. You know, we know in technology, which is mind boggling sometimes, but if they waited too late and planned way too much and too long, we never get the products on the market. Same thing with business entrepreneurship. You got an idea, make sure you go to the table, do some preliminary planning because honestly, your strategy, you know, develops as you, you know, do the work. So do some preliminary planning and some strategizing and then get out there because you eventually want to make sure that your business, when I say strong, has capacity mm. and sustainability along with profitability. <laughs> so, you know, that's what we consider a strong business. Now, um, the federal government and the states and the county um, you know, they want, they consider strong businesses, all those things, but when you can hire, because when you, when you build your business to a state where you can um, hire employees, that really adds to the economic base. Yeah. So all of those things make strong business. And that's what, you know, some people may not want to have employees and that's okay. You know, as long as whatever you're doing um, has legitimate profitability, uh, but definitely our economy we strive i mean our economy is built on the backs of small businesses so the more you can employ people the better you know the community strives and thrives uh, you sound like briefcase radio workshop perfect co-host for this particular segment yeah, it is about sustaining your business i mean you do want people to start their businesses uh, even if it's a part-time, you know, but you want to be able to, to find a way to sustain your business as well. And if that's hiring people, because, you know, let's be honest, you know, this COVID thing really exposed a lot of entrepreneurs, big, small, and big. And so uh, having resources to really sustain and grow your business is truly important. And you, you kind of mentioned that's what that strong entrepreneurship is all about. Now, how do we continue to build businesses, especially those that can hire people? And for those, you know, we all you hear this a lot, you know, Omar, you know, I'm the I'm the chief maker, and uh, I take out the trash. Like, well, that could burn you out. You know, if you're building resources to help you sustain and grow your business, you won't have to do all those. I wear all the hats. You know, Absolutely. Yes. Yep. entrepreneurs have to learn and it's a hard thing for entrepreneurs to really <laughs> learn this uh, paradigm of working that you have to work on your business not always in your business mm -hmm. because if you get caught up working in the business day to day always then you don't have an opportunity to strategize mm -hmm. 
and to grow the business, to make the necessary connections and build the necessary relationships that help you expand your business. So very, very important to understand that you can't do it all. If you're doing it all, you're not going to get it all. Well, we don't always get it all, but you're not going to get with everything that you really um, are looking to, to do if you're doing it all. Absolutely. All right. So I need to take heed to that as well. Sometimes I try to do it all. <laughs> all right. So let, let's move into sort of state of entrepreneurship. We talked in general. Now we want to kind of narrow it down to, well, I wouldn't say we want to kind of niche it, if you will, to women entrepreneurs. I mean, what do you see as a state of women entrepreneurship, that ecosystem? Well, is there any difference? Women, okay. You know, I'm, it's, it's just, it's so much to say around that in terms of, you know, uh, women entrepreneurships. You know, women, you know, we're doing it all. We do, we're, we're actually running for vice president these days. <laughs> so, another show. I'm going to talk about that. Another, another show. show. Yes. I'm going to you back. <laughs> I hear you. But, you know, that's my point. You know, women, this is the day and the age of women. You know, not to, not to exclude our brothers and, and, um, and such. And, you know, but women, women are on the move. We always have been. But now, you know, we're being showcased more. We're, you know, we are um, partnering more, we are supporting more, we are emboldened and we are, um, you know, um, empowered, you know. So the state of women entrepreneurship is on the move now. Having said that, we have a lot of challenges, women and minority women um, as, you know, specifically, but, you know, women entrepreneurs, definitely um, have some challenges because, um, you know, we're not, sometimes we're not allowed at the table. Mm -hmm. We have to fight to get to uh, some tables. There are a lot of still, you know, pre predominantly male-run industries, mm -hmm. and we have to be strategic and develop relationships, and we just have to press, 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 and not get turned away and not get intimidated. So that's one area in terms of the state of, you know, um, you know, women entrepreneurship and, and getting access to what we need. Of course, funding is another, it's very difficult. And that's for any entrepreneur. Funding capital is, you know, sometimes very difficult to get. However, it's there and it's there, you know, even in this um, state of crises, it's there now. What I'd like to share is you have to make sure that um, it's there, but when you get access to it, make sure that your books, make sure that your financials, make sure that you understand what your financial needs are. Um, you know, it's hard to be turned away when you can show them that you really, really, really are eligible. And maybe I should re rephrase that. It's harder <laughs> to be turned away. I mean, but if you stand your ground, that's, a, that's what I was saying earlier. You know, if you know that you have what it takes and that your financials and your books and everything is in order, you just press, press, press. You make sure you connect, connect, connect um, with people and resources and uh, develop relationships 
with those who can get you at the table and in the doors that you need to get into. But in saying that, make sure your, your stuff is straight. <laughs> I don't know how else to say it. Make sure that your things are in line for when you do get an advocate on your behalf, mm -hmm. everything is ace. You know, everything looks in line and in order. Absolutely. That's, those are some good points. You know, having a seat at the table and sometimes building our own table, I always say that. You know, we yes. do want to be here. However, we need to build our own table as well. You know, an access to capital and figure out what you need the, the funding for and then how are you going to use it once you, you get it. It's, it's important as well. Uh, so let's let's move over to this, this organization that has become real popular because of this economic and health challenge, and that's the SBA. Uh, I used to say that the SBA don't have no money, y'all. Stop going to them. <laughs> now the SBA does have money. And I know you're familiar with the SBA, the Small Business Administration, for those who are trying to figure out what we're talking about. But y'all know, because y'all been on Briefcase Radio Workshop before. Um, so resources that are coming from the, the SBA, our tax dollars that are paying for it, you know, what, what, what are some of those things that you see from the SBA? Well, so let me just say this. Of course, the SBA is the federal um, arm, Small Business Administration, um, that uh, oversees uh, programs and services to benefit small businesses. Um, so they have money, but, but they, they oversee loans and back guaranteed loans for small business. So that's the kind of, when we're talking about they have money, it's not their money. It's that, you know, it is money that they are overseeing coming from the federal government. And their organization does, um, I guess I should say their organization has money in terms of um, implementing programs such as the Small Business Development Center, such as the Women's Business Center, such as um, different veteran <laughs> programs, such as different minority, um, 8A, and a lot of federal contractors are familiar with uh, 8A types of programs. So they, they do administer those types of programs. The loans, however, the money that those that um, can apply for loans are backed by the SBA. Now, with COVID, um, our, our current administrator, um, well, I won't go into that, but I will say Congress has released um, monies that uh, SBA now has a larger pool of loans that they back um, and that they administer or what have you facilitate more so today than ever before. They're actually, and don't quote me on the numbers, where they might have uh, approved a certain amount of loans um, over the last five years. Yep. From what I understand, during the COVID experience, they, they approved that amount of loans yep. in just a small period of time. So, time. Yeah. Yes. so there is some availability for, um, you know, for, for small businesses to acquire those types of loans. So, so, you know, I wanted to ask you about the SBA because I know you're, you're familiar with it and you do a lot with small businesses. And like you said, the SBA is not just about the funding aspect. They have some training programs. They have people that can help you out. 
Uh, so I wanted to kind of let people know that uh, SDA, we, we actually had uh, uh, Steve Umbarsberger on a uh, couple of episodes ago. Um, I know Steve. Yeah, yeah. I was around when Steve was hired. <laughs> okay, for the Bosom office. So he kind of talked about some of these resources. And we, we talked about, which we really were, it was in place, but we didn't have an Anne Frank. And that is the Women Business Center, you know. So uh, let folks know what these women business centers around the, the country, what they do. And then, you know, let's just have some conversation about uh, your new role. So congratulations. We will let, uh, let you know that Anne Frank is the, the new director uh, for the Baltimore Metropolitan Women's Business Center, which is at Morgan State University. So just let folks know, you know, what, uh, what these women business centers are all about, and then we can just have some conversation about uh, your role, your excitement, and what you're looking to bring. Sure, sure. So um, the women's business centers under the SBA, and I, I'll pause just for a moment since you brought up Steve Umberger. This is sort of like a, a really rich moment because uh, I talked about earlier, I ran an incubator program in Southern Maryland years ago. So Steve Umberger came aboard the SBS, I'm sorry, the SBA then, back then, years ago, and was very instrumental in um, helping the program that I was with to get connected to the SBA. And so now we're here today, almost, <laughs> almost, well, I won't say the number of years, but it's for how long Steve has been with SBA, put it that way. So now we're here today. And, um, and Steve is it, now I'm a part of a program that Steve is um, with that's gonna, uh, he's been great evidently and already assisting the Women's Business Center even today. So with that said, um, I'm happy to be a part of the Baltimore Metropolitan Women's Business Center serving um, Maryland for the Baltimore region, Baltimore City and other counties, Howard, uh, Frederick, Harford, Yes. In so, in, in Baltimore County, Baltimore County, Baltimore City. Who <laughs> slapped my hand? And I used to live in Baltimore County. So, follow me. Oh my, she so lives in Baltimore say, County. <laughs> let me say it again: Baltimore City, Baltimore <laughs> County, and surrounding counties. As well. So, um, so the the women's business centers around the nation, and inclusive of Maryland and the counties and city that I just mentioned. Um, our role is to embrace um, women entrepreneurs, small business, um, women small business owners, embrace them, support them in the areas of mentoring, training, um, advising and counseling is the same thing, but really to also connect them to the various resources around the state, right? Because the federal, state, and your local areas provide a lot of resources. And you, as um, tax-paying citizens, um, you know, you, you have access to all of those resources. You should leverage all your resources and get everything that you can. So the Women's Business Centers, because women, as we just talked about a minute ago, and, and, and I didn't go into, you know, the full range of all the challenges that women entrepreneurs have, but certainly SBA recognized that women, you know, have their own subset of challenges. 
And so they want to create programming to help address those things. And then we, you know, we want to applaud them for recognizing that in that subset, minority women. Um, I'm so glad that they had a strong interest in making sure that, you know, um, one of the, our hosts is Morgan State University. So, you know, a historically black college and universities get a piece of that pie, a piece of that money to help support uh, minority uh, entrepreneurs, women, minority entrepreneurs. So let me just say that that would be our focus, but our arms are open. We will help. We're not going to shut the door to anyone, <laughs> but you know, we predominantly uh, embrace those women entrepreneurs who are considered minorities. That's a good deal. And you know, that the incubator is so important, even though there are a ton of incubators out there, a ton of training, entrepreneurial training programs out there, but there's always a way to figure out what's different. You know, what, what can you do differently from an incubator perspective or entrepreneurship training program? And that's why, you know, I, I did not have knowledge of you prior to you know, Morgan receiving um, the access to capital. But, you know, as soon as I heard about you, we had, some, I had a brief conversation. And of course, I read your, your, your I'm going to call it your, your biographical sketch. Your bio, <laughs> it was about that thick with all that, that information in it. I mean, I knew that you were a true advocate uh, for entrepreneurship. Especially oh, yeah. for entrepreneurs. Absolutely. And I really appreciate you, Omar, because you get it. <laughs> you actually get it. You've been doing it. Um, I'm so impressed with the numbers of relationships that you've built in the community because that's what it takes. It takes community to help you know educate and um you know forming alliances to help business owners understand the the basics and you know the ex needing extended knowledge needed um to grow businesses so um i applaud you know i really applaud you for that um i had a thought in terms of entrepreneurship but it'll come back to me because this is my i love talking about it forever oh this is what i was gonna say <laughs> um you know doing things together uh you know in partnership businesses have to learn to team to find each other uh you know for whatever uh scope of service that one doesn't do the other one can do and you form a partnership and go after opportunities together mm. so I'm a, I'm a big fan of um you know partnering teaming um, venture relationships uh those sorts of things um and mentor protege yes. you know yes. matching businesses together to to mentor each other and so you know those are the types of things that um i hope to bring and i know I know that you're in favor of this to to the Women's Business Center. We we have to match up businesses who are, you know, doing the same things, wanting to do the same things, get them to team together. Um, for those who have expanding businesses or emerging businesses that are there, you know, help help educate some of the other ones that are coming, you know, up and that are trying to make a difference in our community. Mm. I mean, you said you said some, some great points, you know, about that mentor protege matching, and you know, it's it's interesting. You know, I always tell the story when I was a mentor, 
there was two grocery stores uh, owned by African Americans who were trying to get them, the lender and I, the lender team, I should say, were trying to get them to, to, to come together as one. Because at that time, these major supermarkets were not uh, part, going into the community. And, you know, sometimes when it comes down to teaming or strategic alliances or even merging, you know, it's always, it's just not for small businesses, but it's big businesses do this too. It's always a, a, a struggle. And for what you're saying is for these smaller businesses, I mean, we got so many individuals that I'm going to say auto repair shop. So what if we put all the guys who are doing all the repair shop and create some type of franchise that you can do across the country? Uh, the same thing with nail boutiques, uh, some of these restaurants, and pick a specialty and then we can begin to support that. So, I mean, that's my dream is to, to really build community-based businesses where the community own the businesses and they can kind of walk to their work. You know, so that's one of the dreams that I have. And I'm, I'm glad that you, you, you had said that as well. From a, a teaming perspective, that's how you really grow your business. It, and it doesn't necessarily mean that you have to give up your own core business. It means, okay, let me venture out and, and create this teaming relationship. You know, maybe we create a whole um, new business together. You know what I mean? I don't have to give up my ABC business, but in addition to, because you can't have all your eggs in one basket, we all know that cliche and it's not a cliche, you know, so we have to do more and we have to learn to trust each other a little more. Say that again. <laughs> we have to learn to trust each other a little more. Respect one another as well. And if you say you're going to do something, do it. So, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so I, I agree. I'm serious. And so we have to garner each other's trust, mm -hmm. right? Because unfortunately, um, some of our community doesn't have the best relate, best um, reputation. So just, you know, so we have to, you know, garner each other's trust and we have to trust each other more. Getting in teaming relationships is almost like dating. You know, you just, you don't marry the first person that you date. So you, you know, we have to kind of scope each other out, have our things in line and in order. And, um, but we have to date, we have to develop these relationships with each other because it forms a stronger alliance. And then it helps us either to get at somebody else's table or I love what you said, Omar, or build, make our own table, build our own table. Absolutely. Well, wow, this this is this is great. You know, I'm I'm looking forward to to working with you. Uh, and you know, any, anything else you, you want to say about entrepreneurship? I mean, this is this is right on. Uh, this is what Briefcase Radio Workshop is all about. You know, we, we provide resources to help you go out there and launch, sustain, grow your enterprise. Uh, yeah, I'm glad to, to hear your thoughts. Any final thoughts that you have? Final thought, or here's, here's my final thought. For, for those entrepreneurs and budding entrepreneurs, whatever idea you have, product idea, service idea, whatever it is, whatever that vision that you've been dreaming about, things that you know, um, you know, um, that you can monetize, that you can monetize, <laughs> You know, don't give up on it. Don't don't think it's not important. Don't think it's um, silly or stupid. Because let me tell you something. 
who would be buying a five to seven dollar cup of coffee? Yeah, exactly. Or going to or spending a hundred dollars. <laughs> right. So yeah. So whatever your idea is, you know, work on it, do a little planning for it, get it out there, um, get the support you need for it. Uh, you know, get advice so that you don't make mistakes that you just had no idea. You don't know what you don't know until you realize, dang, I should have known that. <laughs> so go to the go to the professionals that you know can help you in that area. So good deal. Thank you. Thank you for that. And I'm gonna plug the, the website. The website, you wanna plug that? If people you are looking what? for assistance. Omar, if you have it right before you, um, because oh. I don't want to get the letters wrong, Metro. WBC Metro, see, I think I'm I... Keep looking at, it's, Bolt, it's right here. Bolt Metro WBC. Oh, that's why I write it down. B-A-L-T Metro WBC.org. So if you need a business counselor, uh, just head on over there. You can find out more information about the, the center uh, as well as some business counselors. So really appreciate you and Frank for coming on board and we'll, we'll have you back. My pleasure. My pleasure. Thank you. Thank you, Omar. No problem. Good champion. All right. All right, good people. Thank you for tuning in. Um, I'll see you next week. Until then, continue to be the best. Peace.